Blackhawks fans, welcome into the Four Feathers podcast. I am Johnny Nani, joined tonight by Tony Marchese on Pat Foley night. Tony, cheers to Pat Foley, first and foremost. Crack them. Cheers. What a great celebration of an outstanding career. Johnny, cheers. What a great night to be joining you to talk a little bit of Blackhawks hockey. This was a fun one. It was a fun one to watch. It was a fun one to listen to. I had a good time. I had a great time. Yes. Cheers to that. First and foremost, I love that they did that at the end. Uh, A toast to Pat Foley. Here's our toast here on the four feathers pod. Uh, We got to do it. This one's all about Pat Foley folks. We'll get into more Hawks talk in future episodes here, but um, we've got to remember a goat here. Uh, So with this being his last broadcast um, of his career and Tony, I'm glad they were able to get a win for him. It, It did not seem like that may be the case at certain points in this game, but they did end up prevailing in a shootout five, four over the San Jose sharks tonight. So, how great was it to hear another Hawks win, Hawks win from Pat Foley? Hey, Johnny, I needed that like I needed air to breathe. I know that's just a cliche statement, but for real, man, just one last to go out on. Uh, I know we don't want to get into a lot of Hawks talk. It's been a rough stretch for this team to get this last one for Pat Foley. They came out tonight. They showed up. They made it, it, they made it a very fun hockey game to watch. I'm just so happy that that was the outcome. Yeah, our, our guy Kirk Zappa in the comments here uh, say, fully beers are flowing. Absolutely, Kirk. We're right there with you, my friend. Cheers. And um, they have been all night, Tony, because uh, there's no other way to enjoy this game. And I knew that they were going to be having uh, all these uh, special sort of announcements. And we'll get into all the people that uh, had messages for him that visited him in the booth. That was cool. Uh, had some surprise guests in there. But um, if you want to get in on this conversation and have your comments featured, like Kirk's is right here, right below me, um, go and subscribe to the ONTAP Sportsnet YouTube channel. And then you can chime in on the comments uh, and we can pull them up on the screen, discuss them as we go through the stream stream um we can't see the comments when they come through twitter so if you're on facebook on tap sports on facebook on tap sports on youtube that's how we can see your comments so yes fully beers are flowing tony um i mean i guess where do we even start here um let's talk about tonight emotional night pre-game ceremony what'd you think hey johnny i'd be lying to you if i wasn't gonna sit here and say i didn't get emotional during this very very emotional um Tears were flowing. Beers were flowing. Yeah, so I, we're I doing tears and beers tonight. Yeah. I, I don't know any other way to, to just say this. Pat Foley has been the voice of the Blackhawks for longer than yeah, I have been alive. Because we are treat dirty tree into the broadcast. There it is. Perfect, Johnny. I, I, I love it. I love it. Been the voice of the Blackhawks for as long as I can remember. Um you know, I, I I think back, man. Like I I've listened to Pat Foley, and I just think of of all of the good times, all of the different Blackhawk seasons that you know we we talk a lot about the players that were on the ice for a lot of these Cup runs that we've been so lucky to have. And it's Pat Foley's voice behind a lot of that. And it's just, it, it, tonight felt 
special. It, 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 it was special. It was the end of an era. And that's really hard for people to kind of process. It's, it's hard for people to get through. There's a reason that this shit's emotional. There's a reason we're doing, you know, beers and tears tonight because Pat Foley meant so much to the Blackhawks fan that's going to listen to the show, that, that's going to watch the next Blackhawks game and not hear his voice. I think about some of the other announcers that I've listened to over the course of my life. Hawk Harrelson comes to mind. Ed Farmer comes to mind. Uh, it, it's really hard, Johnny. Like As a White Sox fan, sit there and we talk about how would have Hawk called that play that just happened. Hawks fans are going to have that now. What's it going to be like the next time Patrick Kane scores a goal? This season was weird. You you still had your inserts of Pat Foley calling it. The next time Patrick Kane scores a goal, it's not going to be Pat Foley's voice. And so coming to the realization that that's never going to happen again, everything that happened tonight was the last time. And I don't think that people like finality. It's it's hard to get past. This is the final time that this is ever going to happen. This is the final time you're ever going to hear that. Final time you're ever going to see that. And to just witness it tonight, knowing that you have finality. It's it's a reason for celebration. It's a reason for beers. It's a reason to look back and remember all the good times. I agree The the finality of it is obviously what makes it so emotional here, but I do, I know there was a shootout goal scored uh, and that has to be factored in. So technically the last goal call, but let's talk, you know, actual goal in, in, in game action here. Cause the shootout is, you know, is what it is. We know what it is. Um, but you know, that that's how this game ended tonight, but let's talk his last goal call. And that was the Harlem go globetrotters showed up. Um, how incredible was that? It was just an unbelievably sexy passing play, four-way work in it, and Dylan Strom caps it off and uh, fully brought out that. He says, the Harlem Globetrotters just showed up. How how cinematic. It, it was cinematic, Johnny, and I, I absolutely loved that goal call. I'm just sitting back. You see this play develop, and, and, and Pat Foley, he hasn't lost a step here. Just busting out the Harlem Globetrotters reference. I thought it was, like you said, man, almost poetic. It was fantastic to hear that be his last goal call. Um, man, I, I, I'm just waiting for the next one. You, you sound like you're in the feels, Tony, and I think I, am the, I think all Blackhawks fans are right there with you. I know I am too. Um, I, let's get to you know some other things that got us into the feels here tonight. Um, obviously, the end result and hearing the Hawks win, Hawks win, that, that'll always cap it off. The whole toast at the end, Eddie O sending them off in the, you know, raising the glass to the crowd, um, everybody on the ice, even on the post-game show, uh, Pat Boyle and Kaylee Chelios and Colby Cohen brought out the beers uh, to toast Pat Foley one last time. That was all excellent. But uh, within the game, messages from Patrick Kane, Marion Hosa, Steve Larmer, Eddie O, his family, his mom, brother, sister, Doc Emrick, Joe Buck, 
uh, Gary Bettman, among others. There were others in there, too. I couldn't even figure out how to list them all in here, Tony. And then in-booth visits. You got Troy Murray in there. Uh, you know, you got Nikki Olchek, Eddie's son, covering on the radio for him. So, uh, you know, Troy Murray makes a little visit by. Chris Chelios, Dennis Savard, some great former Hawks showing up in there. Um, I thought all of that was super touching and super cool. And you could see the reaction in Pat's face whenever one of those came up on the screen. Absolutely, Johnny. And I think the Blackhawks did an excellent job tonight saluting Pat Foley overall. If you go back through this entire broadcast from the beginning till the end, this thing was all about him and it absolutely should have been. There's the, the Blackhawks have been able to pull off some very special production moments over the course of their cup runs uh, just their on ice presentation. Johnny, you and I were just at the, uh, the Hosa, uh, event about a week ago they they know how to make a night about somebody and they they should because you know you look at Patrick Kane Jonathan Taves and some of the other hall of famers that have come through this organization over the last 10 years these guys know how to put on a celebration for someone and they did it tonight for Pat I loved everything they did bringing all these people together to celebrate what is Pat Foley and what that means for them. I thought they captured the moment tonight very well. Kudos to the Blackhawks for making this happen. And kudos to Pat Foley for making that kind of impact on, you know, the people around him throughout an organization for such a long time to make them want to come out and show up for him. Just excellent all around. And, and again, like another reason to just say cheers and, yeah. and take another swig of beer. Right. Well said. And I have to get into specifics of a few of these, Tony, because I absolutely loved uh, Doc Emmerich's video. And he had his pup in his lap and brought up the soft serve ice cream. You know, Doc is another one magician with words, just like Pat Foley is. And the way he transitioned that into his uh, his pup, having a little, uh, you know, puppuccino uh, right there talking about the soft serve. I thought that was great. Just, you know, one great broadcaster saluting another. Um, that was incredible. How about Eddie O's, uh, you know, delivery through all that? Because that's super emotional. His longtime partner there. Uh, but he, he was a professional through it all and got through the message that um, I think all Blackhawks fans were thinking and he just verbalized it. Oh, absolutely, Johnny. I think, you know, if I go back a little bit and into the first start that uh, or the first thing that you talked about, Doc Emmerich, I mean, in the course of human history, this might be the last time you ever hear Pat Foley and Doc Emmerich on the same broadcast. Just so fucking cool and tough, Johnny. Like it, those are the two voices that we will remember for the rest of our lives that called some of the greatest moments in Blackhawks hockey and, and, and Doc showing up there. Uh, you had Joe Buck to that. You can go back and forth on Joe Buck, but Doc Emmerich and Joe Buck called a lot of the greatest moments that you and I as Chicago sports fans, specifically White Sox and Blackhawks fans will ever remember over the course of our lives. Those, those are, those are voices that you'll remember in your head. To hear those three individual people talk within a specific segment of time on this broadcast today, that's special. That's awesome. Again, I'm way in the fields right now, but that's cool shit that you're never going to hear again. Pat Foley made that happen for you. Again, cheers to Pat. Like, I, There's so many reasons to just drink on this. Now, you want to go further down this. The the fact that 
he is recognized with such legendary broadcasters. That's another moment to just sit there, pause, and think to He's yourself. He's a Hall of Famer. He's a Hall of Famer. You've got guys that were calling this game at the national level. Joe Buck, NFL, MLB. Doc Emmerich, the voice of the NHL for so many years. Doing a video for Pat Foley and what he meant to this sport. That cannot be understated. Right, yeah, it can't. It just, it just the whole night just showed you know how far his impact reaches. Um, and it, like you'd said, the Blackhawks just do an incredible job with the production on these uh, sort of legacy nights. Um, in honoring whoever it may be, a personnel member, a player for an achievement, um, a milestone, um, a retirement, uh, an announcement of a re- uh, jersey retirement, like they did for Marion Hosa, the one day contract thing. Um, that was all excellent. So, um, Tony, we need we need to get into. I think uh, the another cool touch from tonight before we do uh, favorite memories calls from Pat Foley's career. And that was him being named number one star. That was awesome. Officially. It was, I didn't actually think it was going to happen, Johnny. I've got to give credit to my wife, John. Yeah. And I got to stop you right there again. Cause we're 1333 into the broadcast. There it is. I've got to give credit to my wife because they were calling out the three stars and I looked over to her and, and her and I have watched the Blackhawks since we've met. And she said, we're Pat Foley's the number one star. And I was like, no, that's going to Alex to bring it. It, it has to, he, he finished the game. They're not going to go into the booth. And they did. They absolutely did. And I just melted right there. I mean, yeah, like, how, the tears how, were just about, rolling down I'd, the I'd face. Have to, I'd have to go and look at the stat sheet, but I'm sure there's someone on the sharks. That's like, God damn it. I got robbed. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like, so like that's, that's where I'm, I'm just sitting there thinking to myself, I'm like, they're not going to go to the booth. They, they just won't. And they did. And it was just such a magical moment. It was the perfect cutaway again. I'm going to give this one to the production staff. Although I have to give the Blackhawks themselves some credit here, Johnny. Had they lost the game and some Sharks player had like a hat trick and it was just an embarrassment. Can you make Pat Foley the number one no, star? No, I have honestly, to I ask I, you this. I don't think they would have. I think they only would have done it for a Blackhawks win. Okay, so there was a plan. It. I think there was a plan that's, B. In the, that's, I love we can go tinfoil hat time here, but that's what I think because it's easy to do it when you're the home team because it's kind of like ragged in your favor, kind of anyway. I didn't you're want announcing it, to be it at the arena, and you know, they always yeah, think about it when you have a three stars announcement. Usually, the team has gone down into the tunnel, and then those guys kind of hang around at the back of the bench, and then they do the skate out, and then Frank Pelico does a don't on the organ, yes, and the skate. You know what I'm saying. So they usually orchestrate that, whereas it's just kind of like a announcer, like put out there um, if they lose. So it's not really a production, but obviously when you win, you can make it a production. Yes. So there's my kudos to the Blackhawks for pulling this one off. Things that are poetic in sports are, are that much better. Johnny, I look at the field of dreams game for the white Sox. poetic things happened tonight felt the same way. Like it should have happened. That's how it should have ended. Right. The Hawks winner. I don't know if they would have, I don't know if they would have scripted a shootout here, 
Yes. So, but if it could be scripted, per- would it have been perfectly scripted? Would have just would've... to get you the extra pat fully. I think perfectly scripted would have been an overtime winner, and if Cat would have buried that one, uh, that chance that he had with what just around a minute left in overtime, that probably would have been your best ideal cinematic, poetic, whatever words you want to use to describe it, uh, uh, most extravagant outcome possible. But once again, you brought up a good point there. So yeah, sure. And I think, you know, like Mark Lazarus said a tweet about it. It's like, oh, it's about like some, uh, the Pat Foley's last call coming in a shootout is like a, you know, great artist uh, last, you know, painting coming uh, as a scribble on the back of a bar napkin. Okay, I get that sentiment. But at the same time, we all got more Pat Foley. Pat Foley was in the bonus plus tonight. Yes, he was absolutely was didn't really expect an overtime or a shootout in this one at certain points in the game and obviously we got there i i it it didn't feel scripted it felt like a heartfelt win to me yeah it did and you know it shows some guts there because this is a team that's been reeling is to talk about the on ice product it's been rough like an 06 and 2 stretch right entering this game and Jonathan Taves had talked about how it's embarrassing and how, you know, there should never be any quit when you go out and get to play in front of roughly 20,000 Blackhawks fans every night. Uh, you know, one of the biggest arenas in the NHL, they pack it, they make it loud when they do good shit. They haven't been doing good shit lately. So, um, they finally did tonight and there was a cause for celebration on top of it, uh, beyond, uh, the result on the ice. Obviously the result on the ice made it that much sweeter, but, um, I think that was a good, get out of the rut game a little bit, obviously still playing to clean up on the ice there. But when you're a team that's reeling like that night, we know the season's lost. We know it's done, but we are looking to see development. Talk about stuff on the ice. Pat Foley. If you want to take one last like analysis away from what Pat Foley saw with his own eyes, calling a Blackhawks game. How about Alec Regula stepping up, making some big plays in the defensive zone. That's something that should stick with Blackhawks fans, because A, we need to get some young defensemen in here that are going to be, you know, developed through the system and actually come through and make an impact. But it was one of Pat Foley's last observations, and he was 100% right. Hey, I mean, he's always been good at that, Johnny. And there's a lot of things that we've picked up from Pat Foley over the years. And I want to go back to something that, you know, you heard in that pregame intro that they did for Pat tonight, which I thought was absolutely outstanding. And one of the things he said is, you know, he felt that his job was to make people who didn't understand hockey feel included and 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 feel like they can understand the game and help teach people what's going on. And I, I really think Pat Foley did a good job of that over the course of my hockey listening career and watching career if I can even call it that, just just my fandom for the sport, he's done an excellent job explaining to me what's going on on the ice. And if there's one last thing that he teaches Hawks fans is about Alec Regula. Like, a lot of people on the last day of their job mail it in. Pat Foley didn't do that. He was still analyzing and explaining at the very end. And I think that that's cool and tough. 
1000% Tony well said um, because there were you know moments in the game and obviously th there were times where especially if they had guests in the booth where they needed to um, you know direct the conversation towards that but they always brought it back they always brought it back to it and there was plenty of teaching moments your classic for Medzo um, and I you know what I, one thing I also want to point out about Pat Foley sure this night was about him and I know Eddie O will be along for the ride uh, he plans to resign his contract will be back calling games as Blackhawks color analyst with uh, Chris Foster's on the play-by-play -play going forward. Um, and we will get a chance to get acclimated to that duo um, as we go through because they have the majority, the lion's share of the games from here on out for the rest of this uh, season. But um, Pat Foley's appreciation for Eddie O and talking about, it's like, hey, you, you need to, you know, you, you need your line mates, right? In hockey, mm -hmm. you, you need, uh, you know, you need the support and it, it's hard. It's, a fa it's the fastest game in the world, um, as Pat Foley said, but, you know, Eddie O helping him out too with pointing certain things out and making for a seamless broadcast. And it always just seemed like it was, you know, went off without a hitch most of the time. Sure, there's going to be tough ones where shit, the NHL has changed scoring on goals, you know, five minutes after the fact when they go back and review it and say, oh no, it tipped off of this guy's shin pad or whatever. I love shin pads, by the way. Um, but you, you know what I'm saying? It, those two would make it. And I just, uh, it's, uh, I respect, you know, Foley's, you know, calling out and, uh, um, appreciation for uh, Eddie O in there too, because that's going to be a duo that will be sorely missed uh, on our TVs. Absolutely will Johnny. And there's, there's just so much to break down uh, over Pat Foley's career. And, and you and I got to witness most of it, but we didn't even get to witness all of it. And that's, what's even crazy here is because I feel like I can sit here and, and I'm not even going to give a justice to the entire career that was Pat Foley because I feel unqualified to even speak on some things that, that happened when I wasn't even on this earth. That That's what's amazing to this entire thing. And I just want to touch on one thing. And this might be a hot topic. But over the last few days that Pat Foley was with the Blackhawks organization, he got to do a broadcast with his former partner, Dale Talent. And then tonight when he came to the ice, he credited Dale Talent with building these Hawks yes, he did. Cup teams. He also did that in the broadcast the other night that he got to share with them. Johnny, let's talk a little bit about that. I think, me personally, Dale Talon did construct these cup teams. It's I don't know if you're talking opinions here. It's just a matter of fact. Our guy Patrick Kaminsky has said it, you know, well over a hundred times that Dale Talon built the teams. He, you know, got the Ferrari, and Stan eventually got handed the keys and um, eventually crashed it. But for a while, drove it enough uh, with a few dinks and dunks to still be able to get where they needed to go. Um, I think that's the best way to describe it, really. I'm right there with you, Johnny. I just think that it's absolutely awesome as a Hawks fan to hear it come from the guy that was celebrated as the one that told the Hawks fan the truth. Yes. The, v one, yes. the one that you want, told yeah, you want, the you Hawks want to talk poetic? Yeah. the truth. It, it, whether it was good news, whether it was bad news, Pat Foley told it to you, the Hawks fan. Yep. We are 23 33. We're going 10 more minutes, Tony. So it's time to bring up the best Pat Foley calls 
memories, uh, whatever we got here. Let's start. I'll continue on that, what you were talking about there, telling the truth. One of my favorite just memories, it's a very small one, but back in the 20, was it? Yeah, 2019, 2020 season, he absolutely reamed Alex Nylander on the broadcast for coming up short and dumping a puck in just short of the red line. Hawks ended up icing it, and they didn't get scored on that next shift, but very well could have. They were all gassed. And like you just talked about with him, just shooting, shooting it straight, telling it like it is, you know, telling the truth. And that, that's what you need uh, as a fan to really fully evaluate the game. You can't have it sugarcoated um, like certain uh, color analysts were trying to do at the beginning of the year during that abysmal start. <laughs> Kobe Cohen. But, uh, you know, you know what I'm talking about there. That's just one of them. Let's let's shoot back and forth here. Hit me with one. I'll go back with one and we'll just go back and forth and bounce them. That's just one that comes to mind leading in from your last uh, words there. You know, Johnny, I, I'll be honest with you, man. Like, if I, I am not, I did not come prepared with like best Pat Foley moments. It doesn't need to be best, here. just favorite and memorable ones. Just go, whatever you, know, you remember. The, what, what what are some of your favorites? Just shoot there, them at me, man. There's just there's just so. I'll many go another times. one. The iconic yeah. one, Bannerman. It's in the it's in the Orchard yes. video. It's iconic. You hear that played all the time when you're talking about him. There's one. Come on, let's go. Let's fire yeah, them off, dude. I, I, I'm, I'm just. I've got to roll with this. I, I don't think that I can really pick out things from Pat Foley's career where I can sit there and say that this is awesome because I feel like he brought such a level every single night to his job, where it's almost like to me, it all just runs together. So, you know, hit me with yours, dude, honestly. Yeah, I'll, keep, because, I'll keep going. Yeah, just keep yeah. rolling with them, and I'll react, dude, because. I'll, I'll keep going. How about, um, you know, first-round series, which is nice because we still got the local broadcast uh, yes. playing St. Louis in 2016, and Jonathan Taves with the overtime winner. Taves in to win it. Hawks win. Hawks win. That that yes. one at, I was out with. Uh, I went to school at U of I, so I was out with a split crowd of Blackhawks fans and Blues fans because we had a St. Louis contingency from my friend group, and we were all you know back and forth bantering all night. And hearing fully say that at the end, woo, we were yelling at them, at yelling that at them, those St. Louis pricks all night, and it was great. Ron Luce in here. Hope you enjoyed the broadcast. We know you enjoyed the outcome. Johnny, that to me, I think, you know, one of the most iconic things that that he said outside of Tree, Churdy, Tree and some of the other stuff was, I hope you enjoyed the broadcast despite of the outcome or, you know, the, the, the with the outcome. The fact that he always took the time after every single game that he called to tell people that they hoped that they enjoyed the broadcast to me, just it, it went the extra level. Yeah. You don't hear announcers it's, say that can I, can I, just, a, just a very technical thing. The way he would inflict his voice after yes. either one to do it, to kind of tail off when it was uh, in spite of the outcome. But then when it was, we know you enjoyed the outcome. Yes. You know what I'm talking about, the animation there. Let's go with a few more from the comments here. Our guy, Ron Luce. Niemi says, says no. no. There we go. That's a great one. That's a great one. Uh, we got Zach Martin. Uh, Kaner getting tripped against the Habs and scored while flying. Uh, I don't remember the exact call on that one, but, um, you hey, know, can we, uh, can a, we, can a we iconic get, moment like Can that. we get a Crawford, like the infliction in yeah. Crawford? Yeah, Crawford! Yeah, obviously. Big save! Big save. Or big save and a beauty, those ones. We've got those. Uh, 
favorite call from Andrew Quinn. My favorite call is when he uh, let it be known how bad Alexander Garbaceps was a player and a teammate. Hey, just like we said earlier, told it like it was. He told the truth. Uh, you got to love it. Got to love it from that uh, angle of it. Let's see a few other ones that I have. Okay. When we're talking about, you know, you, you said it's hard to like go and pinpoint and talk about a real like exact yes. like instance. Obviously, I've, we've gone through some of these here, which is great. I'm glad that we, we've gotten a few of these here. But one that I'll remember, and, and it was a cadence thing, and he would do it at certain times throughout a game, whether it just be on like a big goal that happened during an instance or at the end, a punctuation goal in overtime. It was during the 2020 COVID shortened season. The Hawks were down in Dallas for one of those weird wonky series, and they won in overtime. I want to say it was around Super Bowl weekend, Tony, because we were watching it there, and it was a Kane cat, pretty passing play. He goes, you know, Kane to the cat, bang, O-T-G-W-G. Whenever he would accentuate each letter in that, that always gave me chills. I don't know about you. Hey, the accentuation was always key. I'm trying to pour a beer here. Yeah. Make sure it's here because, you know, we, we're we trying to close this up at tree, churdy, tree, churdy, tree. You know, you, you wanted 33 minutes, 33 seconds of Pat fully content. Just pouring the last beer. Um, the accentuation in Pat Foley's voice. I don't know if we're ever going to find another announcer that can do what he did. I think that that's just part of it. Like, I really do. Yeah. I think it was the way that he brought the energy to the game that made all of the difference. Yeah, no, it, it absolutely did. Cause you know, uh, the, it was a great, um, doc, you know, I guess not document interview interview with Eddie O. Um, and we you know it was taught, it was called the voice of the Blackhawks and that aired before tonight's broadcast. It aired multiple times. I think they aired it, um, after a game last week too. And, um, it, it was Pat Foley talking about, he's like, I, uh, you know, when they asked him to describe his style and, you know, how he approaches the job, uh, and the role of being the Blackhawks play by play broadcaster, he had said, it's like, I want to be like, I'm sitting next to you on the couch and, and narrating it to you. And, and I kind of like that. It, it was, that, that's just, I'm paraphrasing there, but that, that was the approach. And I, you really felt like that. And, and that goes back to all, everything from the, uh, you know, excited, uh, just certain, uh, you know, uh, accentuation on things and then to uh, telling the truth, uh, you know, when they're bad, he'll call it out. Um, and then being just as excited as you were when the Blackhawks did something good. So Johnny, if I've got to get some final thoughts in here, cause we've got about three minutes to close this up. There's a couple things that I appreciate in a sports announcer. That's telling it like it is. It's being as excited as you are when the team does something good and feeling like a fan. I've, I've said this before on multiple shows, whether it's on socks on tap, whether it's on here, I love announcers that feel like one of us. Pat Foley tonight said, I'll be back. I'll be walking the United center. I can't wait to just be one of you. And the final words that we got to hear him say as the voice of the Blackhawks. One of the reasons we do this show, one of the reasons that we've started on Tap Sportsnet is to just be one of you, telling you like it is. It's guys like Pat Foley who've inspired me to even be on this show talking about this shit like we do night in and night out. It's a voice like that that's just a regular guy from Chicago trying to talk about one of our favorite fucking things. The Hawks, the Sox, the Bears, the Cubs, the Bulls, whatever it is. 
These people make an impact on our lives because they're part of our daily routine. You watch the Hawks and you hear Pat Foley's voice and you're at home. You're drinking a beer, you're cracking them, you're enjoying your sports. That was that was Pat Foley for a long ass time. He did a wonderful job being the voice of that for so many of us. I'm so happy and lucky to have witnessed that. I hate to get all sentimental, Johnny, but once again, last call for Pat Foley. Cheers, crack them. Yeah. What, it was a great ride. Last call for Pat Foley. Mine ties in here. You only gave me about a minute here, uh, but I can work with it, Tony, because last one was a personal interaction. Ron Luce and I went to a game at the end of March. Pat Foley was behind the bar in the atrium. You know, we love our atrium pregame beers at Four Feathers Pod. Um, we went in there. Ron got there a little bit before me. He texted me. He says, dude, you got to get in here right away. Pat Foley's in here behind the bar. Oh, shit. I'm jogging in from the parking lot. I get in there. Guess what? Ron was the recipient of two free Bud Lights from the great Pat Foley himself. So we got to enjoy those. And if you go and check the Blackhawks Instagram or Twitter, uh, they have the video up there. And you can catch me and Ron Luce at the end of the bar. I'm wearing a black jersey. Ron's wearing a red Calvin DeHaan jersey. And uh, it was incredible just even just being able to say, you know, uh, thank you for everything. Uh, it's been a pleasure listening to you. Congratulations on a great career. Um, that that's, was my message to him at the bar there. And thanks for the beers, obviously. Um, and then that's my message to him to close this thing out, Tony. So um, we're at the 33 minute mark, 3320 here. We're hey, can closed. we get a pat fully forever to close this thing down, Johnny? Yeah, at, Tony, uh, I think we will. Yep, everyone, thank you for tuning into the Four Feathers podcast one last time. Pat fully forever. forever.